Alan, you've got no right to talk to Darian like that. So you finally admit you like the guy. <gasps> well, what'd you expect when you're drooling all over her? All that stuff about my being your one and only all lies. <sighs> Come on, lighten up. Don't be such a drama queen. I'm not being a drama queen. Doomtree, I command you, zap Blondie over there. No, wait. Her boy toy will give you more energy. Not true. The sooner you zap this guy, the sooner Anne will come back to her senses. Yeah, but that bimbo doesn't even appreciate her energy. Take hers first. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. And this is it, everybody. This is the end of the Doom Tree saga. I guess Aww. I probably shouldn't say this is it because we've got like 150 more episodes of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there is no break before the next episode happens. No, like, no. We're just going to be back next week, but still, Alan and Ann are on the way out, and uh, boy, boy, (laughs) boy, is it an episode. It sure is. Uh, There's a lot Uh, to talk about. There is a lot to talk about. I wrote more notes for these next two episodes, probably unsurprisingly, but I wrote more for these two than I have in a while. I actually Uh, We are going to be watching Sailor Moon episode 59. Did you not? I didn't. I I. I, I mean, I, there's plenty to talk about, and I'm going to have plenty to talk about, but I just kind of like, a lot of my notes are just the things that happened, because I just was just so shocked by so many of them. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I wrote down quotes. I wrote down just things people were doing. But we're going to be watching episode 59 of Sailor Moon, our True Love Awakens, the Makai Tree's Secret. Can you guess what the Makai Tree's Secret is? <laughs> I bet you can't, because it's ridiculous. I think we spoiled it, didn't we? I don't know. Uh, I mean, like... It's actually not hard to guess. <laughs> okay. It's just like it is presented. It's like well, look, we're getting into it. We need to not get into it just yet. Right. But we, like I said, we always have a friend joining us. Uh, and in this case, it's a girlfriend. <laughs> Specifically, my girlfriend. Uh, welcome back to the show, Aiden Sullivan. Hi, fellas. Hello there. How are you, dear? <laughs> Hanging in there. <laughs> How was your English muffin? It's delicious. Thank you. I'm glad. Glad you said that. A lot, lot of a uh, lot of breakfast conversations going on in this apartment this morning. This is the Sailor Business airing of the relationship grievances episode. <laughs> well, that someone, is what it's about. Yeah. So, someone thinks prosciutto is high maintenance. <laughs> I may have been a little grumpy when I woke up because I had not had coffee yet. Thank you for acknowledging that. You also, also, yeah, demanded a complicated English muffin. No. Sure, yeah, not complicated. <laughs> Unbelievable. I am about to start handing down lifetime bans to both of you. I will record the show myself. It will never be edited or posted. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We have talked about your history with Sailor Moon and our history with Sailor Moon on your first appearance. Uh, yeah, it made like everyone else, every every other guest on Sailor Business has like, yeah, I watched Sailor Moon, and because of Sailor Moon, that's why I have the career I have like thirty years later. Or like, Sailor Moon made me become an artist, and I was like, I just had a crush on a girl, 
I just really wanted to make out with a girl, so I got into Sailor Moon. Bu- <laughs> so you got into Sailor Business. So I got into Sailor Business. <laughs> that, like, I just really veered away from my original course there. Yeah, you uh, you missed the target on that one pretty hard. <laughs> no, but 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 it also are like that's how we started dating. Though, how can you say that? <laughs> like, all I got was this unimportant relationship. <laughs> This bullshit English muffin that I had to eat this morning. You didn't even put butter down as a base layer. It was nonsense. Yeah, I asked you what you wanted. If you would have said butter, I would have put butter on it. You did not request butter. Doesn't that go without saying? Right? (laughs) I do not. I do not need. I do not need this from both sides. Anyway, people can go listen to that episode if they want to find out about your history with Sailor Moon. Uh-huh. So I guess for now, we should, uh, what do you think, Jordan? We should take some listener questions? Sure. Let's see. Um, okay. Here's one, and I don't know what it's even talking about. <laughs> what would the plot be of 12 Rounds Squeal starring Sailor Jupiter? Okay, so <laughs> so I guess I have to explain 12 Rounds to you, Jordan. Sure. 12 Rounds is a WWE Films production uh, starring John Cena. Okay. <laughs> the plot of it, it's Die Hard. It's, it's specifically, it's Die Hard 3. Okay. Where the bad guy is out for revenge, and so he's going to make John Cena, as a cop, go through 12 rounds uh-huh. uh, to save his girlfriend. And each round is a rejected Die Hard 3 plot. Uh, 12 Rounds 2 is the same movie, but starring WWE superstar Randy Orton. 12 Rounds 3, Lockdown. <laughs> Was not uh, originally 12 Round 3, but it is also a Die Hard ripoff. It's Die Hard in a Police Station starring WWE superstar well, that's, uh, Dean Ambrose. That's fitting because Die Hard 3 wasn't originally a Die Hard movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a lot, lot, of, lot of not Die Hards floating around. Sure. Uh, but the plot of that is it's, it's Die Hard in a Police Station. <laughs> and so in order to make it work with the title, they tacked on the idea that uh, WWE superstar Dean Ambrose's gun only has... Oh. 12 rounds oh so it doesn't does even fit even, like it doesn't even like play out like you want it to like he goes to fight the last guy with two bullets left <laughs> like they couldn't even get it like to the point they needed to oh. uh so 12 rounds 12 rounds starring uh sailor jupiter i i guess well i guess it would be a, a diehard ripoff set in the juban district wait uh, so was he just squealing because he was excited about it why did he say squeal <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea how 12, 12 round squeal got in there. <laughs> All right. Are you sure? The, oh, are you sequel. Sure it's it probably the... sequel and it was misspelled. Done. Okay. <laughs> but I was about to ask that very thing. Like, did you, do you not know the word sequel? No, it says S-Q-U-E-A-L. It okay, says that probably squeal. got autocorrected is the problem. <laughs> okay. Or he could be talking about a squeakle. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's 12 rounds, 12 rounds for the squeakle. Yeah. Okay, so so it's terrorists in the Juban district. Are they nega terrorists or just real ones? Jordan, I just want to talk about how you just coined the word nega terrorists. <laughs> yes, I did. That's a similar moon for a new generation. <laughs> I mean, like, like, look, it would have to be. It would have to be like monsters. It would have to be like, <laughs> like she'd be she'd be trapped in an office building with like a Hans Gruber monster, like a, like a like a, a, a bearer bonds monster. <laughs> Or well, actually, that's that brings up a question. Do you think if if Sailor Jupiter was fighting regular people, would she be like, "I can't use my powers; it's not right"? No. <laughs> okay, never mind then. I mean, like, I figure. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, it's not like she gets 
it's not like she gets powers when she becomes Sailor Jupiter, right? She's like, she's just as strong and I don't fast. Know, man. And she can she jump the, well, she gets really the power high to like, and jump right? really high and jump really high. She can jump hella high. I don't know. Like, I, I think like once, like, I think if guns are involved, it's okay to be a Sailor's Gallery. <laughs> okay. And send Supreme Thunder Dragon after people. Fair. All right. Uh, here's another question. It's also about uh, both wrestling and Sailor Jupiter. Oh, by the way, that first question was by Christopher Krall. Uh, Michael Scally asks, who would come out in top in a wrestling match? Sasha Banks or Makoto Kino? Oh, that's tough. That tugs at my heartstrings. <laughs> you think Makoto would win? Makoto's got like two feet on Sasha Banks. <laughs> Makoto's only 5'6". Yeah. and Sasha Banks is not 3'6". <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a tiny little wrestle machine. I would I would pit, put this question to Sasha Banks herself mm. because she is a noted Sailor Moon fan. Hashtag Sasha Banks for Sailor Biz. <laughs> I would look like she she is the more than like <clears throat> like look we've always said like oh it wouldn't it be great if we got like some of the voice actors on the show that would be really cool and that would be great but like the the two people I wanted most on the show were Leanne Centaur and Sasha Banks. Those are the those are the celebrities I want most on this show because I don't know who I that Sasha is. <laughs> I am not as excited. <laughs> uh, Sasha Banks, yeah, uh, is a, a former NXT Women's Champion. Okay, cool. She is she is a, a wrestler and she is great. I, I got the wrestler part <laughs> from like the context. She's, she's beautiful and awesome, and she has the best. She has the best social media presence. And she asked someone. She actually went on Tumblr and she was like, "So who can design me Sailor Moon themed gear?" Yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. if you follow her Tumblr, it's all, like, her reblogging pictures of herself that other people have put up. And, like, manipulated. And, and yeah, like, like here's what Sasha Banks would look like with blue hair. And she'll, like, reblog it and be like, great, or gross. Yeah. It's that, and it's Sailor Moon pictures. <laughs> so awesome. it's basically indistinguishable from any other Tumblr that I follow. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I, think, I think the boss would take it. Mm, I think Makoto's got this. Cool. <laughs> when are we going to get you into pro wrestling, Jordan? Yeah, I, I, I'm like going to happen. Sasha Banks is a pretty good gateway wrestler. I, I agree. I agree. Good. All the things I got into was like 15 years ago. I don't have time to get anything in, anything new. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to not on the podcast. <laughs> you, you know what, Jordan? <laughs> what? Man, you're, all, you're all banned. Speaking of banned, the next question is, since crossover questions are banned, yes. if Bishop fought Madrox while watching Sailor Moon, who would win? Uh, Bishop, obviously. <laughs> oh, you really think so? Madrox can make thousands of himself. Yeah, but, but Bishop's a cowboy from the future. I suppose Madrox, all he's going to do to Bishop is hit him, and wouldn't he be like, I just absorbed the energy of your punch? Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, th that is a fight where neither guy can hit the other. <laughs> That's why it's because if you punch Madrox, he's just going to turn into a bunch more Madroxes. And if you punch Bishop, he's just going to absorb the energy. So I guess like Madrox would win because eventually his multiple bodies would fill up the room and like suffocate Bishop. No, I think I think Bishop would win because, well, first of all, because only one of those guys has a gun. <laughs> OK, fair. Like only one of those guys has a gigantic laser rifle. Oh, I this guess. Is some, this is some good, good cross fandom talk. This is some this. good content for everyone tuning in to find out more about Sailor Moon. <laughs> I love this personally. You can thank cool. Dave Pendris for that question. Thanks, bud. <laughs> All right, let's do one more, and then we'll d uh, move forward. Paul Siebert asks another thing that I don't 
even get which why do you ask all these questions that you don't know about because the fans want to know and you usually go oh that's a really good question (laughs) (laughs) fair enough which group of senshi would fare best in chikara king of trios Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> I don't. I literally have no idea what that means. Jordan, the the King of Trios tournament is a uh, a three night pro wrestling event. Okay, uh, it's all pro wrestling. I, I should have assumed. I've, I've been to it uh, three times. It's in Pennsylvania every year, and Aiden went with me uh, this past year. And it's it's teams of three. It's a big tournament of teams of of three. Okay, so you have to so pick which, your three century century to 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 win this. Jupiter, yeah. Mars, and Chibiusa. What? Chibiusa. Absolutely. Chibiusa actually would Chibiusa be a really good Chikara wrestler. She would fuck things up. What? what why? Why would she be so good Chibiusa at it? Chibiusa wrestling Jervis Cottonbelly. Chibiusa wrestling Jervis Cottonbelly would be amazing. Match of the year. That's an MOTYC. It's a match of the year contender. All right. Now that we have alienated all of our audience and systematically yeah and and i think over the course of those questions we alienated all of the hosts a little bit each <laughs> see listeners we can sympathize with you right now as you press that skip forward button over and over and over before we do move on into the episode though we do have a letter that i wanted to read uh this comes from ross may who is a uh a longtime listener of the show and and someone that i follow on twitter so check him out he says hi jordan and chris i'm enjoying sailor business a couple of points that you might appreciate regarding class dismissal i haven't seen this latest episode you're discussing and i won't defend it <laughs> because uh we were talking about this is the episode where uh haruna bails and goes on a date instead of monitoring detention Right. And leaves uh, Natsumi and Usagi uh, alone in the classroom for what seems like 12 hours. Uh, I won't defend it. I'll point out that Japanese school kids frequently have heavier extracurricular activities. Uh, my wife is not Japanese, but from Hong Kong, where she would frequently be finished with school around 5 p.m. If detention was after these activities, the teacher going for a date at 5 to 6 p.m. makes more sense. That rings true with the little that I know about Japanese high schools, which is that like everybody is in a club. Of some kind. Like, it is it is a rarity to find someone who was not in a club in high school in Japan, from what I have seen in my limited view of Japan through pop culture. Sure. Ross goes on to say, uh, I've tweeted this to At Sailor Business before, but I highly recommend you read up on Tale of the Bamboo Cutter, or better yet, watch the movie Tale of Princess Kaguya. Oldest prose story actually in Japanese and is akin to their Beowulf for literary importance. Uh, I know you guys have been getting a lot of mileage out of asking questions. Why is the Moon Kingdom important and not other planets? But if you would actually like some of your questions answered, look to this. All Japanese people would understand what Sailor Moon was riffing on. Bamboo Cutter slash Princess Kaguya can explain why the Moon Kingdom is a thing, why Usagi's mom always shows up tiny, why the scouts were sent to Earth, and even why the amnesia. So I encourage you guys to check it out. Keep up the good work, Ross May. Awesome. Uh, So thank you for that, Ross. I do need to keep up on that. I will actually, I mean, look. I, I don't do even the smallest amount of research. I haven't even read the uh, the manga story for the episode we're going to talk about in about an hour. Oh. So, you know what? We got it. We got <laughs> sure, it, right? Sure. So I, but I will rededicate myself in the new year <laughs> to doing the bare minimum of research for this show <laughs> to give you the quality product that you have come to expect. Excellent. But seriously, thank you, Ross. I think that would... Uh, that would be nice uh, to have a little bit more cultural context for Sailor Moon that we don't, that you and I at least, do not usually have. Yeah. Thankfully, we've had some very informative guests who know a lot more than we do. Yes. <laughs> very thankful for that because, yeah, we know very little. We just know how we feel. Oh, speaking of which, one thing that happened was uh, we got we got a, a listener yelling at us on Twitter 
because we're so mean to Ray. Well, glad I'm here then. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I said. Well, because th- first of all, I, I wasn't sure how serious they were being. So they were like, uh, it seems like every time, no, no matter what, like everybody in Sailor, Sailor Briz is so mean to Ray. And I was like, well, I'm still waiting for an episode where they're not mean to Ray every episode or something like that. And I was like, well, smiley face. We'll just have to wait till an episode where she where she's nice to Usagi, which might be a while. <laughs> And then the listener was like, then I might just not, not listen. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> well, we we sometimes have guests who like her. We've had a, we've had a lot of guests who like Ray more than we do. Uh, we, we look, we are kind of unnecessarily mean towards Ray. Uh, well, but, you know, like I said, we play it up for comedic effect. We'll probably start getting nicer to Ray next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although she is, she's really, she's really mean in that episode. But I, like, I <laughs> That's went, true too. I went hard for Ray in the uh, the, high, the school festival is for me uh, episode. No, I, we were, I thought we, Ray was great in that. We one. were all really backhanded in that. Any compliments were like for a really mean, controlling person. She did a nice job. <laughs> like I can really understand how she wants to control everything that everyone does at all times. Like we weren't really <laughs> nice. Like, but look, that is what is being presented to us you're, in the show. That's not right. my fault. Right. I am interpreting it in a positive I way. Mean, in your guys' defense, Ray is the mean girl mm-hmm. yeah. in the squad. Like, that's what she's supposed to be. Right. And, like, you can have whatever. Like, I, I love Ray. I love Ray so much. I identify <laughs> with Ray. But, like, let's be real. All of my reasons for liking Ray are a little bit more fanon than canon. You know? <laughs> okay. Like, you can read whatever you want into Ray. You can read, like, oh, she's sisterly. Oh, she, you know, she was, you know, she didn't grow up with, with siblings. Now she kind of has siblings now. Like, you can read all that into it. But, like, she is a huge bitch, guys. <laughs> like, like canonically, she's horribly mean to Yusagi for no reason. I have a feeling like, I have a feeling we just lost that listener by going, yeah, we brought someone I mean, on to defend her. She's a which, huge which bitch. Aiden's favorite scout. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so like if you want if so I like I don't understand someone being angry at someone for not liking someone who is mean. Like that anyway. Like Fair. I mean, I think you guys are I you know, I I love Ray a lot, but like I don't blame you guys for not liking her. And also especially because neither of you were teenage girls. So That's like true. I understand. In I our just, defense, we were never yeah. actually teenage <laughs> girls. And also, we still we still like Ray because yeah. we like all the Sailor Scouts. <laughs> like I like Ray more than I like what, 70% of all fictional characters? So. And Ray is also like she like Ray's uh character like the like uh, is integral to to the to the Sailor Scouts. Yeah. Like if it was you know, you need you need that character of Ray to, you know, call Usagi out on her bullshit. You need Whoa. that character of Ray to be like, No, you do. <laughs> Jordan Jordan thinks there's a cat for that. <laughs> well, that's true too. You need you need Ray as an older sister to Usagi to be like, Oh my god, you idiot. But like also she would die for her, you know? Yeah, I wouldn't but like also I wouldn't take Ray out of the Sailor Scout. I wouldn't be like, it would be a little better if there was only four. Like, that's definitely not the case. No. And, and also, this is the thing that we've talked about before, where because the because season one of Sailor Moon is 40 episodes long and the manga is like six chapters, mm-hmm. they have to do a lot of stuff that Ray and Memoru both kind of have to enter this weird pattern of, you know, being mean to Usagi until they get to the point where, like, things can progress. So... Yeah, you know, there's a there's a lot going on, but yeah, like we don't we don't hate Ray, <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 like you said, like the fact that it's been forty episodes, there's not much more to say about Ray, yeah, <laughs> because the characters, no, because the characters, like once we enter, you know, once we enter 
S, R and S. Which one's R? We're in R. This is R. And then next one's S, right? Yes. Once you enter S, then like the everything kind of picks up a little a little faster, you know? So Ray ca- Ray changed a little bit more. So. I just think that's funny because that's basically going, yeah, once you get through the first 80 episodes, things really pick up. <laughs> yeah. Just like Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so we should probably I feel like do we might lose a lot of fans for that one too. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's let's do it. Let's let's talk about uh, episode fifty nine. True love awakens the Makai tree secret. Um, Jordan, can I have like five minutes? Oh can I have, Jesus, like, one minute. Can I have, like, thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, I can handle. Thirty seconds. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is this thirty seconds? Can I have like two? Can I have like two seconds? Can Is this two seconds? Second. One second to introduce us to the concept of the show or the, the what we need for this episode specifically. All of it. All of it. I'm one get second. everybody caught up to where we need to be. I need like one second. If I could have like one second. I'll give you five. I need, I need. I just need one. Okay. I just need one. Just one quick, like, sum it up for everybody. Make sure we're on the same page. On your marks. One second. Okay. Get set. Go. Our heroine is Usagi Skino. Uh, she's 14. She's a cancer. Her birthstone's a pearl. Her blood type is O. Uh, and she is Sailor Moon. And she's the leader of the Sailor Scouts. There's uh, Rei Hino, the hot-headed psychic, who is also Sailor Mars. There's uh, Ami Mizuno, the kind-headed girl genius, who is also Sailor Mercury. There's uh, Makoto Kino, the uh, powerful girl in love, who is also Sailor Jupiter. There's uh, Minako Aino, who is uh, Sailor Venus, who is just Sailor Moon <laughs> without the ponytails. That's that's all of them, right? That's all five of them. There's two talking cats, too. <laughs> okay. And they are currently dealing with... With a pair of monsters named Ale and Anne, aka Alan and Anne, aka Natsumi and Seijiro. <laughs> and uh, those two aliens have a big tree that they have been trying to get energy for using Cardians, which are monsters that come out of. We don't need to talk about them. They're not in this. Not quite tarot cards, but yeah, they're not in this episode. Uh, so, what has happened now is that uh, Usagi and uh, her destined moon lover from the miracle romance of the show, 43 year old Memoro Chiba. <sighs> Are currently trapped in I I mean it's still Natsumi and Seijiro's apartment, right? <laughs> like it doesn't look like an apartment. But it definitely is. Where the Makai tree, uh, aka the Doom Tree, has grown super huge and is threatening to absorb their life force, and the other Sailor Scouts are now on the scene. One second, Jordan. That's all I needed. You still got just needed half a second, second left. Oh, do I still have half a second left? Okay, so so Luna. Is a talking cat who <laughs> might just, also be a people. Let's just stop. Let's just stop there. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, uh, Aiden. Uh, last time you were on the show, the show made you hate the concept of heterosexuality. <laughs> and I that was, wasn't just the show. Oh, that's true. That's true. The show crystallized it. Um, but then we were watching this. I was watching this episode, and I was like, "This episode is 150 percent heterosexuality." That's like it's so heterosexual. <laughs> And my God, the like overwhelming power of it. Yeah, which is a lie because because as we all know, straight people have no power. There's no magic in heterosexuality. So there's lots to talk about. Uh, So, (laughs) so when we left last episode, oh, speaking of recaps, Chris, did you notice the disturbing Mm -hmm. fact about the recap? No, I didn't. It didn't have the song. Oh, it didn't have the... No, it didn't. They finally learned their lesson on that one? It had, like, dramatic music. It was like... 
And then it was the weird speech about love is this, love is that, which was weird and not really recapping anything. But <laughs> they didn't they didn't first Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it didn't do a tree's trying to eat us. No, they didn't do that. <laughs> So, I love it when, like, Queen Beryl just murdered Mamru. <laughs> well, this is much more dramatic because a tree is trying to eat them. Uh, yeah, so, obviously. So last episode ended. Oh, we, we should also point out that uh, the entire Makai Tree saga, the thing that is ending in this episode, is wholly the invention of the anime. Yeah. It did not appear in the manga, and uh, I would assume was padding things out while they got stuff straightened out for the actual plot of Sailor Moon R, which is when uh, Chibiusa shows up next episode. And because I, of that... Because I thought, like, basically like, the, the comic this and episode the show were coming is, out at the same time, right? Uh, yeah, like, the the manga, which ran weekly... No. No, the manga did not run weekly. The manga, the manga ran monthly. We were corrected on that. Yeah. Uh, so, like, is pretty contemporary with the show, but that would explain why it would, you know, they would need a little room, because you don't want one to get too far ahead of the other. Right. That's why this episode is going to be like an intense season finale for like 15 minutes. And then in five minutes, eight plots get resolved. <laughs> like in five minutes, it is going to pick up. <laughs> like the end of a ska song. So yes, that was. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> so we open outside of uh, Alan and Anne's apartment building. Yeah, because where, last episode, um, I wanted to say, last episode literally ended with all of the Sailor Scouts' transformations. We just watched them all transform and then was like, to be continued. So they're all no, standing no, outside in their costumes. They didn't do what they did with the end of season one for this one in the, the Deke version, in the American, the original American dub, right? Like they didn't, did they chop this up into one episode? No, no, this was, this was its own episode. They, they, were, they, were, two, they were two episodes in the Deke. Okay, so does the previous Deke episode just end with all the transformation sequences? That's the one I watched when I was, like, really sleepy, so I can't remember. <laughs> and it was weeks ago. There's no way I could possibly know. Um, so I don't remember, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, well, so this episode opens with all of the scouts standing outside of the apartment building that has been taken over by a giant tree. And uh, Ray walks up to the tree and puts her hand on it and says that she thinks the Makai tree is an intelligent being. And then we cut to Ami, Luna, and Artemis going, what? Is that possible? And it's like, yeah, guys, I think I think an intelligent tree might be possible. You two talking cats. <laughs> All the weird shit you've seen and you're going to freak out over an intelligent tree? Well, to be fair... From space? Like, you know it's from space. <laughs> to be they, fair... They know it's from space. Last episode, even the talking aliens who were raised by the tree were like, trees don't talk. <laughs> I mean, that is true. Which, look, we'll get to that. We'll, we will get to that in a minute. So, for some reason, the impenetrable Makai tree uh, decides to open up and let the scouts in. Uh, and they walk into the lobby where they are immediately attacked uh listens with his five-year-old so uh earmuffs kid they are immediately attacked by what i can only describe oh, and i no. wrote this in my notes as extremely vaginal leaves <laughs> yeah <laughs> what? but but nope. this doesn't make any sense this is a heterosexual propaganda film <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they like these young women are being attacked by acid spewing vaginas well yeah and and everyone's going to be saved by the power of heterosexual love, which makes no sense. Uh, it's it's we like to refer to it as a miracle romance, dear. 
<laughs> but even on the even on the non sexual politics drama level, I don't understand what's happening here because I mean, okay, I there's no way to really do this without spoiling. Spoilers, the tree's a good guy. Why is it trying yeah, like, to kill them? What the fuck none, is happening? None of nothing that happens in this episode makes any sense. <laughs> like that is like that I think is the ultimate problem with but the like, Doomtree saga. It ends up not making any sense. Yeah. Like this episode negates everything that has happened in the last what 15 episodes? It's a very long time. Like it, and like it's nonsense. Like did they have cuz is this in the is this in the manga? No, this is not at all in the manga. Okay, so did were they just like shit, we have like 15 weeks to fill. Yeah. Like yeah, Takeuchi's Takeuchi going on break for the summer. What do we do? <laughs> yes, I think that is exactly what it is. Oh, cuz it's not good. They were probably it, like, "Can you can you just suggest us something?" and she was like, "Alien lovers." And they were like, "All right, got it." Yeah. Like <laughs> and you know, Alan and Anne shitty space teens are great like (laughs) we've been through so many uh like like such a long run of the doom tree saga and jordan and i have talked about how we remembered like going back to it we're like oh we got you know we got the we got the makai tree coming up this is gonna be awesome and like the stuff that we have liked in there has been them being shitty space teens it's been the detention episode and the school play episode Mm -hmm. and the the music festival episode like those episodes are fun anytime the the actual tree gets involved it's just like what is this why are you doing this? <laughs> because I, I, you know what they never explain. What like, I was going to say this for the end, but since we're talking about it now, you know what they never explain? Cardians. Where the fuck did the Cardians come from? Yep. They never explain the Cardians. No, it's a totally unrelated thing. <laughs> totally unrelated. I mean, but that's because the they thing. don't come from the Doom Tree. They I don't think come from the, the Kai Tree. I think that later on they sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of explain away why all of the the why all of the many episodes have been allowed to happen but they don't explain this scene in this episode because ray is right it is an intelligent tree and again spoiler it's a good intelligent tree that just wants love (laughs) and so if she so her walking up and going hey tree why don't you just let us in that makes sense but them getting in and then the tree going i think i'm gonna dissolve you like that makes no sense Maybe the plants aren't part of the Makai tree. Maybe they are. Maybe they're a defense system set when, up by Isle and Anne. Do you think when they were decorating the lobby of this apartment building, they were like, okay, get those, those vaginal acid spitting plants and put yeah. them in the corner? Like all vaginas do. Right, of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. What, but how, uh, what triggers it? Like, is it anyone who walks Jordan, in? Jordan, or? that's a question that you uh, you need to no, ask someone that else is about. not what I mean. You can't really get into that on this podcast. I'm talking about their security measures. Is it just that with your wife? Uh, <laughs> I'm saying, is it just if anybody walks into the building, they get dissolved? Like, were there people who used to live there and now they're all dissolved? Or is it like recognized Sailor Scouts? It doesn't make sense. Have you ever seen those, like, (laughs) in, in Japan, you can buy a skirt and it, like, it unhinges and you can raise it up over your head and you look like a vending machine? What?! i have never seen that dear no it's like i i don't know if it's billed as like as like a as as a amusement thing or or like a novelty or if it's or i think i said like to get away from creepy dudes but it's like a long skirt goes and it's it's like folded over and then you can unhinge it and put it up over your head and stand next to a wall and you look like a vending machine how can that possibly be convincing (laughs) 
Are you thinking of the Transformers? <laughs> no, this is a thing. I this am looking at thing. pictures of it as we speak. It's fucking right? insane. All right, s- send it. I gotta see this. So maybe the Mackay tree has like a vending machine skirt, <laughs> but it's a, but it's a, yeah. See, well, this is this is bananas. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. Also, uh, come on, how does that fool anybody? It, yeah, it's such a, like <laughs> I love this picture where you can see the girl's feet sticking out from underneath it. I oh. mean, if you're not paying close attention, you're just walking by. Yeah, see, like that guy. See, it blends right in. <laughs> Is this an officially licensed Coca-Cola product? That's that's my only question. Okay, so that right, is earmuffs off, kid. Madness. That is yeah. madness. So they're going through the lobby. The uh, acid leaves, I guess, is yeah. the is a way to describe them. Luna gets hit for some some drama that doesn't end up mattering at all. Yeah, uh, I mean, again, it's just like let's let's kill some time here. Hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, fire. They, they do bubble spray, freezing, the ultimate destructive attack, no. the, the most brutal attack in the history of Sailor Senshi. Well, it's certainly which, her best attack, sure. Well, it's the only thing that destroys a uh, the, one of the pods. Even Fire Soul doesn't do it. She doesn't. So. No, I, no. actually, here's the thing. Eat it. I Jordan. actually don't believe that. In, in, in a good way, I think the reason she freezes them is because they're still they're still not wanting to kill this tree. I don't think she Fire Souls the tree. She Fire Souls the wall which is doesn't make any sense but she fire souls the wall and like explodes them a way out. I don't mm. think they ever hurt the tree. Okay, so the wall blows up, the scouts run through and then we get what I think is the most unintentionally oh. hilarious scene <laughs> of the series. Of like course. to the point where if it wasn't if everything was not being presented so dramatically, like I would assume this was the comic relief scene, but I honestly don't know if it's meant to be or not. They run into where else do the Sailor Scouts run in a building full of monsters? The elevator. Of course. Another elevator scene. Another elevator scene! There are more elevator scenes in Sailor Moon than there are in Mass Effect, and that is a fact. <laughs> so they run into the elevator, and then uh, Amy just starts pressing the door close button, like, over and over and over. Well, she is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Do not make fun of of Ami Mizuno and her you jerk. and her three hundred IQ and her three hundred IQ. I love I love this though because there are giant plant tentacles like speeding down this hallway that is not that long. No, like, no, it's very much like the Monty Python knight running towards the castle scene where it's like how many times how long are we going to see them coming before they actually show up? And the answer is yeah. a long time. And it's just, there's two separate shots of Amy just like leaning over and pressing the door close button, which is great. But, and then Makoto jumps up into the air and high kicks open a panel on yeah. the ceiling. She's five foot six. She's my, she's my height. I could not kick the ceiling right now. <laughs> if I tried really hard for like 10 years. See, like I, I said, you. Sailor Makoto's, Scouts have jump kick, jump powers. Makoto's vertical is amazing yeah makoto jump kicking the uh emergency access panel is pretty great it is one of her ballerous moves guys i just figured out the whole truth behind the scene okay i just figured this shit out okay there's a reason that this happens you are supposed to hit a floor you're not just supposed to hit close. The elevator is so like, I have nowhere to go. That, I'm not going to close the door. Why? It's You're you, saying you, <laughs> kind-hearted girl genius, Ami Mizuno, IQ 300, 
forgot how elevators work. We see it happen, my friend. You don't just get in an elevator and go, close the door, and then I'll decide where we're going. I want some privacy. Sometimes when you're full of adrenaline and you think you're about to die, your brain just becomes stupid just for a half second. I think I think Ami pressed the floor button while they were while they were off screen. I think it it is an, a better uh, explanation that the elevator is not working because a giant plant just grew through the center of this building, and and if their brains went stupid, it's because they thought, oh, we should just take the elevator <laughs> off this tree in this collapsing building. I don't know. I just rewatched. It doesn't look it doesn't look like she hit a floor. It looks like she just goes straight for the door closed, man. So speaking of uh, heterosexual propaganda, the <laughs> extremely phallic plant tentacles uh, just, just really blast right into the uh, the is elevator that, door. Is that that's not okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very it's very mm-hmm. yeah. If you, like if you if you're not seeing that, Jordan, I think that's on you. Well, first of all, there's three of them, but all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Yes, they <laughs> smash into the elevator. And again, it, like th- that that whole sequence just f- fucks with time across the board. Because again, it takes forever for them to get there, but then when they do get there, that leaves the scouts like a fraction of a second to get up into that elevator shaft, which is pretty preposterous as well. Well, unless they have super quick jumping powers. And and I get well <laughs> and they can they have to target it at the little space. Whatever. It's fun. So, uh up in the penthouse, uh, Memoru and Usagi are being uh, squeezed, I guess, by the Makai tree, which again doesn't make sense <laughs> for reasons we will find out later. Um, and in my notes, I wrote down, uh, Is this really the time to call her Bunhead? <sighs> like, Does he do like, it? Does he do it? Let's see. Yes, yes, he, he calls her Bunhead. He's like, Bunhead, we're gonna die <laughs> because it's affectionate. Mm, I feel like he, he, I feel like maybe it's time to call her, uh, her Usagi. Name. In that, in that scene no that's it's her nickname oh she gets well, another one later don't worry about it wh- whatever oh yeah next episode I'm, I'm trying to think of a uh whatever spaghetti face wow that doesn't make any sense i was trying to think of things that look like your mustache okay it does not really... look like i'm eating spaghetti that is not a thing that it looks i'm trying like. to think of things that are that shape i'm <laughs> drawing the shape in the air as so though you can not see spaghetti for sure. Well, whatever. So, uh, so, but, but, but the the point is that he is saying her name, Bunhead, and he is reaching for her because he is in love with her. Sure. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like if I was, if we were dying, Aiden, yeah. we were being squeezed by the the branches of the Makai tree, and I was reaching for you, and be like, hey, asshole. <laughs> How'd you like that? How'd you like that? <laughs> That actually probably would be like that would be. knowing us. Those would no, be our okay. last words. Yeah. <laughs> just spite and anger. Just getting it all out. Yeah. Don't go to the grave with things still <laughs> weighing you down. You know, you're not supposed to go to bed angry. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna die with things weighing me down. Yeah. The big sleep. <laughs> so, so, so that's what he. They're they're reaching for each other. They're you know trying to reach each other. They can't. And Alan shows up to go. Hey, you can't touch my usagi at which point Anne goes uh what are you doing near my memorial and then alan's like what do you mean your memorial well, you said my usagi well, blah, blah, blah. and that's when they start their bickering speaking of speaking of bickering uh. <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible i love them 
<laughs> yeah, and I love I love that Alan is like is like nah, baby. Like I just love you in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Which one's the, which one's the side chick? Is it Anne or Usagi? Uh, I think it's definitely Usagi. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna learn. So they start yelling at the Makai tree. Uh, to this is being really mean to the Makai tree. Like you need to do your told Makai tree. So, uh, so here, I mean, like, I mean, again, slight spoiler for, but what I think is happening is the Makai tree. Basically, I'm going to get kind of dark here for a moment. The Makai tree is basically like a really old person, like who is barely together, you know, like not really there anymore. And they're just like, grandma, do it, do that, do this, do that. And they're just like, okay. And they do whatever until later in the episode when they like get their faculties back together. And they're like, what the fuck am I doing? Why are you guys telling me to do this shit? Like, that's what I think is happening with the Makai tree. Uh, I, I mean, look, I think that's what you kind of have to interpret <laughs> this episode as in order for it to make any kind of sense. Alan but, is going, drain the drain the guy. And Anne's going, drain the girl, drain the guy, drain the girl. So the Makai tree starts uh, draining them both. And then they start trying to pry the branches off to get uh, Memoru and Usagi out. Uh, Memoru and Usagi hit the floor. And then the rest of the senshi show up. And in a pretty great moment, uh, I think it's uh, I think it's Ami who goes, "Are you okay?" And uh, Sailor Moon uh, Usagi looks up and goes, "Of course not." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I'm being attacked by a tree, and my weird amnesiac boyfriend is here, who is 51 years old. No, yes, I'm pretty pretty sure. Young. Nope. <laughs> nope. So, so, so then uh, that's when Alan and Anne get badass. Uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like, we get all the we get all the new attacks. They just stomp the shit out of the Sailor Scouts. Like, this well, becomes, what the fuck do you need Cardians for? You could have kicked everyone's asses. That's a good, that's a good question. Also, why did they get all these new attacks mm-hmm. over the course of this season? Well, I don't think uh, they're new attacks. I think this is just shit they could have done at any time, and this no, never no, did. I mean, the Scouts. Like, the, oh, scouts the Scouts do yeah. their new attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my favorite part is that, you know, they're they're getting hit by like Supreme Thunder and Fire Soul Bird and everything. And uh and Alan Man just go, useless, 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 useless. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they they, like, they have an incredibly powerful force field. Now, my question is this, because they pose when they're doing their attacks here, uh, Alan and Anne. Are we are we to believe there's like a Fenris twins stuff going on here? I like, was gonna I was gonna bring up the Fenris twins. Yeah, because it seems like they're more powerful when they work together. Yes. I, I mean, I think thematically that makes sense with uh, that's the one thing that makes sense for the rest of the show. Like when Alan and Anne are united, I feel like it makes sense that they would be stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if they have to be like standing back to back, floating in midair, <laughs> chanting the word useless. In <laughs> but it's awesome to do that. What's crazy about their attack, too, is they, they do like a slam on the Sailor Scouts, uh, uh, just a power slam. I don't know what it is. It's it's we put our hands out and you get hit. And then all the scouts are on the ground and they're like, let's do that again. And they just slam them again while they're already on the ground and go like, as they say to them, you lower life forms, learn your place. The animation in this episode is all over the map. Yeah. Like the fight stuff looks really good. But then at some points, like there's going to be some close ups on Usagi where she is like 80 percent eye. Like she gets dinner plate eyes like really bad. So while all that's going on, uh, Usagi transforms. And we get a a great reaction from Alan and Anne, which is uh, Usagi is Sailor Moon. I thought their clumsy antics seemed similar. <laughs> Bullshit! Uh, then, I don't believe her. She's lying. Then Usagi decides to give a speech, and you know how we always do Sailor Moon says at the end of the show, yeah. And how it's like 
at best, it's only kind of slightly related to what's going on in the episode. Sure. Usagi's speech here is one of those. Because she has just witnessed, like, two aliens show up and start, like, thrashing her friends. And she goes, hey, plants are essential to the health of the Earth. They're they're the friends of all living things. And then she says, honey, honey I know you were fascinated by this quote. This isn't, but this isn't a quote of anything. Like, I Googled it. I Googled, I was, like, I Googled it with, like, Japanese at the end. Anyway, she says, heaven does not create one plant above or below another. But that's not a, what is she quoting? I have no idea. Like, and that's I'm, why, well, that's why Luna and Artemis both go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that Sailor Moon just like quotes herself all the time. <laughs> like, trust she, no one, not even yourself, <laughs> Usagi Sakino. Like, I feel like I feel like Usagi is like in the like in the bath, you know, like you, you know, you have like shower realizations, and you're like, man, that's fucking deep. I think that's what she does, and then she goes, hey. Heaven did not create one plant above or below another. <laughs> hey, everyone, as they say. <laughs> she says, as they say, you're right. Usagi's, Usagi's aim away messages. Yeah. <laughs> Life's a dirty game. You got to play dirty to win it. Usagi's a Gino. Moon princess 420. <laughs> the others are zeros. Oh, man. I mean, no, that I is a great quote. Jordan, is it too late to change our Twitter name? <laughs> yes. To moon princess 420. <laughs> If you want to do another Twitter, go for it. Heaven does not create one plant above or below another. Does she mean in value? Like, what does she even mean? Well, I don't think she means geographically. <laughs> like, that's the only way that would actually make sense. And trees exist. Well, th- but that's that's sort of the only way that would make the say the phrase have any meaning. Because, like, if if she if she's meaning it in the sense of everything is equal, then that's like the dumbest way to say everything is equal that you've ever heard. Well, Usagi is not bright. <laughs> because, like, to, oh, I almost feel like if she meant it in the physical geographical sense, it would make more sense. Because you'd go, there's a... <laughs> no, it's so stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Never mind. It's so dumb. It's just so dumb. Yeah, and, and then it cuts back to Ellen and, and, and goes, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, let's, let's kill her. Uh, so they... Immediately go to try and, uh, well, I, I guess there is a debate. Alan doesn't want to kill her because uh, she is Usagi and Alan is mega into Usagi, as we know. And Anne convinces him that she never loved him because she's Sailor Moon and she's been working against them all this time. As though they're not the ones that have been putting people into comas. Also, look how giant Usagi's head is. Yes. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. You, you said that slightly wrong. She says, if Tsukino really loved you, she would never defy us by transforming into Sailor Moon, <laughs> which is even more gibberish than the way you said it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they gave her specific orders not to transform into Sailor Moon, <laughs> and she defies you- them. Which is weird, because I've always said that uh, if you love me, you would transform into Sailor Moon. But I have yet to see any transformation sequences in this apartment. And I'm not saying that's the fault of one of us over the other, but it is not my fault. So, as they say, heaven did not create one one resident of this apartment over or below another. But, like, literally, that's probably not true, right? Because there's probably an apartment above or below you. There is an apartment below me. Yeah. Anyway, so so Alan is legit shocked by this revelation, mind blown. Like, oh my god, you're right. She doesn't love me. <laughs> that conniving right. bitch. This makes like what? Sense. <laughs> I wish I wish he would have said, "You're right. That makes sense." 
Because <laughs> they come so close to it. And so then Usagi goes over to Mamoru and is like, oh, Mamoru. And he reaches up his hand and holds hands with her. At which point Alan goes, guess he doesn't love you because he never held your hand, did he? <laughs> and she is also devastated by this. Yeah, like, which, which again... <laughs> They're such shitty teens. Yeah, the oh, yeah. I totally buy this part. I totally buy this. That they're just like so mad at the slightest show of affection. Well, not to mention, I mean, they're, well, like, I'm trying to introduce logic into their thinking, which is dumb, but it's like, you did the exact same thing Usagi did by not telling her you were aliens trying to kill everyone. And. They- shitty teenagers there's no logic in being a shitty teen yeah like think of like how crushed you were when like the like the person you liked was like started dating someone else in high school and you like felt personally betrayed but like they didn't know they weren't they weren't having a relationship at you (laughs) (laughs) not like this show (laughs) although has a relationship at you all yeah i was gonna say yusagi (laughs) definitely would have a relationship with memoru at Anne for sure oh yeah Absolutely. But yeah, no, being a teenager, it's well, it's stupid. Like everything you think when you're a teenager is just this is just dumb and impossible and irrational. And I kinda I love that. I love that and I love that Isle and Anne are like, how dare they how dare they like each other when we're right here. Yeah. I said I was gonna like you, so I don't know why he likes you. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like I, again. I love Alan and Anna's shitty space teens. Well, here's the thing. Spoiler, I don't think they're teenagers. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, look, that is also <laughs> that is also called into question later. Uh, so Alan and Anne from the very dramatically. We have tasted the misery of rejection. There's nothing here for us anymore. <laughs> no, there's no. nothing we like on Earth anymore. Like, oh no, this 14-year-old girl and this 2000 year old guy <sighs> don't like us from the so deepest guess, love springs yeah. the deepest hate <laughs> so well guess we're just gonna fuck up earth so because uh, obviously this was the deepest love yeah, yeah. oh yeah you know oh, yeah. Uh, alan's crush on usagi oh. so they just blast them with their so uh blast. there's a little bit of moon insulation that goes on no no wait doesn't what? work no there she stops it yeah she stops it yeah. That that's I think that's if not a first, it's a, at least a rarity. Like usually we can't stop a, a an attack once it starts. Yeah, which once they have introduced that concept, <laughs> that really makes you wonder why why everybody else waits for her to like do a full pirouette with harpsichord music playing, just kind of like standing there. Like, is are the roses that Tuxedo Mask throws really that powerful that they will that they will put you in your place for up to thirty seconds? Oh yeah. They're like real badass roses, man. Apparently. Not as good as white ones, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. We'll get oh, there. it's coming, folks. <laughs> it's just give us a few minutes. So uh, kind of like I don't know why why the bad guys give them a few moments to talk, but the bad guys give Yusagi and Mamoru a few minutes to talk. And <laughs> they talk about the fact that uh, now somehow – Memoru remembers everything. Now, again, I just want to point out that Luna could have done this at any time and just chose not to. <laughs> uh, Luna could have awakened Memoru. My favorite part is that Usagi and uh, Memoru are like, you saved me so much. Let me confess my love to you. And then answers up and goes, how annoying. <laughs> yep. I'm like, yeah, I hear you, Anne. I- I'm Aww. with you. You're, you're, you're not supposed to be on Anne's side. 
Look, not into the miracle romance. Then one of my favorite things in the episode happens, which is that, you know, Anne is blasting them with, I guess, telekinetic energy or whatever. And like, it's like, ha 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 ha. And like, Usagi and Memru are on the verge of death, and then it cuts to the uh, the bumper. <laughs> and then they're like, you know, five little, little chibi. smiley chibi sailor scouts. <laughs> like, hey, everybody. Uh, this is a fun kid show. On the, uh, on the Jim Jam cast, they always talk about how uh, Jim and the holograms, all, like, which is a toy cartoon, always cuts to commercial on someone about to die. <laughs> like, it's always someone getting ready to die. And the phrase they use is, Memento Mori, buy our dolls. <laughs> Which I think is I think is very apt to that, uh, that commercial break here in Sailor Moon. Pretty good. When we cut back, they're uh, still being blasted. Yeah, they get, they, look, they get blasted. Like, why is the end of this episode so quick when, when Alan and Ann just stand around blasting them with energy for like five minutes? And again, let's not forget, like I said, they just sat there and watched them reconcile for like two minutes. Yeah. They were just going, oh, well, I guess we'll give them a moment. Uh, so as Anne is blasting and blasting and blasting, eventually Usagi gets her footing and positions herself in such a way and braces herself so that she's just taking the blast and is defending her defenseless, unconscious Mamoru. Yeah, and if you miss this the first time it happens, don't worry. The exact same shots are going to happen <laughs> two or three more times. And this is when you find out just how shitty Alan and Anne are. Because they're like, what? Why would she do that? <laughs> Why would she get in the way? And she goes, I would risk my life for love. And they're like, what? But Alan's like, what? There's this, there's this <laughs> shot of Alan. That I swear comes up like four times. And it's this like slow zoom on him, like wide eyed and slack jawed. He's like it's having like a stroke. It's terrible. Yes. What is happening to him? And he like doesn't have a chin. Like his like like his face grows to two sizes. <laughs> yeah, like his his right cheek just kind of blends into the rest of his body. Yeah. In the show, like it's great. Like I love why <laughs> like, the slow zoom on Alan is great. <laughs> That, yeah, and then and when we see Yusagi talking about defending him, she has throbbing eyes. Yeah. The only yeah. part of her face that's animating is her eyes, which are going like boom, 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 boom. Very weird. So yeah, she's going to defend her her true love. Anne I remember is, defending her in the same shots happen again. Yeah, but first of all, first Anne is like, because Alan is getting mind blown by this, and Anne is going like, <laughs> ah, that's dumb. <laughs> concept of self-sacrifice <laughs> she literally says nothing is more precious than one's own life and then just continues to just wail on her yeah <laughs> and then that's what uh, so eventually up. alan's like hey yeah memora switches up they blast him for a while and then alan's like hey this is beautiful though <laughs> <laughs> again the shittiest teens it takes almost murdering two people <laughs> For Isla and Anne to understand the concept of love. Which is like, oh, what's for us? It was. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's only, only Alan gets it at this point. Yeah. Anne still hasn't gotten there yet. And like, this, like, the Sailor Scouts take advantage of this pause in blasting to like lecture the two of them <laughs> about what love is. Yeah, it's, <sighs> oh man, this episode. It's pretty rough, and it's, guys. And it's teens explaining love to teens. Love yeah. is... Love is nurtured by taking care of one another, guys. And then... And then... Our favorite racial caricature shows up. 
uh, for more of a lecture. That's right. White Rose, Moonlight Night, and and Anne is like, um, I don't think you understand why we're killing these people. We've had it really hard. <laughs> okay, like you, you haven't been where I've been. You, you know my name. You don't know my story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I so, don't think they're teenagers. <laughs> and well, I, like, physically, physically, mentally, says, sure. She says that, like, you don't know how long we've wandered the universe all by ourselves. But, like, knowing Alan and Anne, that could be a month. (laughs) Which, you know, is I wouldn't want to spend a month wandering in space with just a tree. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying she shouldn't be upset about it. But the one thing we know about Alan and Anne is that they are a little dramatic. (laughs) But it's also weird that his response to that is, hey, nothing is gained by stealing. And it's like. That wasn't their main crime, <laughs> stealing. I mean, again, unless you mean yeah, like, stealing energy, but you can't where, buy it. This is where Japan really catches up with Sailor Moon says by offering some very tangential moral lessons, moral lessons to the plot. So then the Makai tree wakes up again uh, and tries okay. to kill Alan and Anne. Yeah, this is where it gets super weird. And oh, the- this is where? <laughs> <laughs> so then the, the tree tries to kill uh, Alan. And Anne jumps in front of it and just gets, like, stabbed through the torso, like, through the heart, really, with a big tree branch. What, uh, what, what, here's, okay, here's what I want to say about the dumbness of that is only that, again, it's probably just a matter of dramatic timing of the show. But the, the timing of the show is such that it's really stupid that what she does is stand in front of an oncoming branch, stretch out all her limbs in all directions and just go... Hit me in the heart. Go for it. Like, she totally had time to roll him out of the way or something. Like, she had time to do other oh, stuff. If if only, if only these uh, aliens had the ability to teleport. Oh, yeah. Good like, point. how she teleports in front of the branch. <laughs> I forgot And then does that. not teleport away from the branch. Oh, that's, that's pretty epically stupid. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. So, like, honey, I love you a lot. But I'm not like. Would you not teleport in front of a branch for me? No, I'd, I'd get you away from the branch. Oh, okay. And then we would both live. Oh, uh, yeah. That's ideal. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that's what love is. That's like. Love not, is not, not being, being stupid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like but, putting yourself in harm's way for no reason. But like. That's just that's just being self absorbed. To be fair to That's just saying, um, excuse me, you're in danger? No, no, it's me. I'm the one who's in danger. Excuse me, why aren't you paying attention to me? <laughs> to be fair to these shitty teens, yes. they are learning, like, everything they know about love, they have learned in the last five minutes from Usagi and Nimura. <laughs> so they just think this is how it goes. So Anne gets stabbed, like, full on. For some reason, doesn't die. I mean... Like, because it's a very large tree branch. She got she got nephrited, yeah. Yeah, she well, she got like a, a tuxedo mask. Well. Yeah, exactly. But it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't say that it doesn't show that it, the tree branch penetrated her. It just like maybe maybe just nudged her real hard. <laughs> it was like, well, it like oh, Jessica Jones style. Maybe I guess. Maybe maybe it's the uh, the what's what's the, the the tree? What's it called? The Mackay tree. Mackay tree. Or or the Doom tree. Yeah, bangerang. Um. <laughs> No, they, like maybe it was just trying to teach him a lesson and just like like you know you know like when when in a movie like someone shoots the guy and they're like, How'd you know he was wearing a bulletproof vest or something? And they're like, Oh I didn't. Well, maybe it, 
Are you saying that Anne is wearing a tree-proof vest? Yeah. <laughs> well, is that why they wear vests? It didn't penetrate. It just hurt. She's gonna bruise real bad. I don't know. She's time. bleeding from the mouth. Yeah, I oh, think she's, she's being dramatic. I think she, she really bit dies. Her tongue. She bit her tongue, and now she's just being weird. That really hurts. Well, yeah, it does. <laughs> I wish she was like, ow. <laughs> Instead of being like, like I've never felt a love this way. I wish she just was like, ow. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> well, so what happens is Alan just decides, well, then we're Romeo and Julia in this. Like, this is it. I'm just going to sit here and let the tree kill me, too. And the tree's like, happy to oblige. And it's about to spike him in the back. Well, well, Aiden, you mentioned like it's like when someone's trying to teach someone a lesson. And the thing that I wrote down in my notes was that the Mackay tree is on some J. Walter Weatherman shit. <laughs> and that's why you don't send Cardians to steal energy. Because now yes. what happens? Are we at the, are we at the point where it happens? Stop! That's what you thought. Uh, Usagi yells stop at the Mackay tree. And the Cardi's like, oh, yeah, I can totally stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I can also talk <laughs> and uh, tell you guys what happened uh, with everything. And the Mackay tree goes on to tell Alan and Anne, talking to them, speaking out loud to them. It's like, yeah, you know, like I didn't want energy. I just wanted love. I, I tried to make myself wither to communicate that to you. Uh, but you guys just didn't get that message. And here is what I wrote in my notes. All caps. Why did the fucking tree not just tell them this shit? It didn't the tree have, can talk. It didn't have enough energy. It's been starving for love. And so it didn't have the energy. All Like I said, it was the doddering old relative who couldn't do anything. And they're just like, go kill that pe- person. And he's like, oh, all right, I guess. And The tree can talk. The tree can talk. <laughs> the tree can talk. It's been a long if time since it talked. could will itself to wither to send a message. The tree can talk to no. send a message. No. That is how message sending works. No. It works through communication. The only time it talked in the entire series so far was last episode, and that's because it got really close to Usagi, who has a lot of love. And it, it drained some of her love and went, hey, what's up? And they were like, that oh, tree so didn't talk. Because like, like, Usagi has been there this entire time, Jordan. Usagi has been there for this entire episode with Memoru, who she loves, who she was standing in front of and defending. But now they got so it from Alan and Anne. They've they, like, hey, stop. Hey, knock it off. Stop trying to kill hey shitty teens. Stop trying to kill those other shitty teens. <laughs> no. It's been and hundreds and hundreds and years since it's talked. I'm, I'm trying to make sense of this, Chris. I'm trying really hard. Look, here's this, the thing. Alan and Anne are surprised that the tree can talk. So it hasn't talked for their entire lifetimes. That is what I'm gonna which say. Which is ridiculous. Because it has like, because none they, they were born so late into the generations of tree people that they didn't know love. Yeah, you know, born born out of a a single pod no, no brother and sister that is not said that actual, is not said for real brother and sister no incorrect we know that children he, of the doom tree in that he started their race but i'm assuming that their race interbred like normal beings creatures like normal beings jordan i just want to point out that you said like normal beings <laughs> talking about aliens born from an from an evil tree these things happen i guess not an evil tree a good tree back then a, it was a, called a the tree of life says the deke dub Mm-hmm. Yes, it had lots and lots of pods, lots and lots of pods. But I'm going to I'm guessing that th- that was many generations ago and that they can have babies like regular people. No, I'm pretty sure those two that we see coming out of the pod together are Alan and Anne. We can't tell. We can't tell, man. Uh, children of the doom tree, man. Children of the doom tree. As the tree says, those were fun times. <laughs> yes, the tree actually says 
those were fun times. <laughs> and actually, the tree, the, the the tree. Oh, let me mention this: the tree actually portrays it as kind of a Garden of Eden situation because the tree is like, I made my my own people, and they were dumb, and that was cool. And they were awesome. They didn't know shit about shit. They needed me all the time. I loved it. Then they got knowledge and they became evil and awful. That is how the tree portrays this story. What if what if all of the 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 Doom Tree people, what if they were all shitty teenagers? <laughs> they probably like, were. Like what if they're all just a bunch of Alan and Anne's? Like no wonder they all died out. Like obsessing over each other. Well, cuz what nobody says to the tree is they weren't raised right, tree. <laughs> this is on you. Yeah, like tree, this is kind of like your deal. So then the tree goes, I have a request. Will you purify my body with the power of your love? Gross. <laughs> Which you can only like like I think that pickup line's been used on me. <laughs> that is a great pickup line. It works, right? Right? It works, right? Yeah. All okay. the time. <laughs> Definitely didn't call security. Well, it was like his response is, and I quote, sure. <laughs> and so she hits it with her attack she, she does it's uh, a cleansing refresh attack yeah you know yeah. yeah what what the f ever i mean it does seem to kill cardians yeah but that's because cardians are not pure yeah cardians are like little evil things oh how do you how do you know that Aiden? did you see a scene in this episode where they talk about where the cardians come from because i didn't <laughs> cardians are pure impurity there's never like I'm not saying everything needs to be explained. And, you know, to be honest, the Cardians maybe do not need to be explained. But it would have been nice if Alan and Em were like, yeah, you know, when we were on the galaxy, we went to a magic card shop. Yeah, exactly. We just bought them. It was it was a magic card and flute shop on a, on another planet. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we'll take the cards. And he was like, you need the flute to activate them. <laughs> it's I know it seems like a scam, oh, that's where they got to buy both. Yeah. <laughs> like the cards are like a dollar each. But that flute's like, like, like $99.99. That's... <laughs> You know, they put that on the factory. Then they don't even tell him it's a dragon. So then, so then, <laughs> fucking Moonlight Knight shows up. He already says, hey, shows up. It's the end of the. He, yeah, but he's been gone for a while. He comes back. <laughs> uh, he, he's like, hey, guess what? It's the end of these non canonical, uh, non manga stories. Time to reveal my true identity. He literally does say it's time to reveal my identity, which is so dumb. Like it's not even like I have to. I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll be going now. And she's like, "But uh, tell me who you are." Like he's just like, "I'm just gonna tell you because you're not getting it." <laughs> and he's like, "I'm another Mamoru," and I'm like, "Ugh." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's so silly! It's so silly. Sorry. And so it turns out that when Mamoru lost his memories. His desire to protect Usagi was so strong that it formed a dude. <laughs> yes. It's like... It's desire made flesh. That is what he is. Was was Usagi's desire to protect Memru so strong when she lost her memories that it formed another sailor? Like, is no. there is there another, like, you know, vaguely racist caricature running around with Odongos somewhere? Uh, like, waiting for Memru to get in trouble? That's next episode. <laughs> Yeah, they don't explain why he's dressed in Arabic robes. They don't no, explain None that. of this makes any sense. Because <laughs> it's like this weird thing where it's like, oh, memory lost his memories, but like he's going to be Tuxedo Mask again next week. So I guess we need to like explain why couldn't we just have like 20 episodes where there wasn't a dude showing up to save Usagi every week? 
right? Because <laughs> Moonlight Night is not good. He's fine. No. Moonlight, there's no part of Moonlight Night that is good. Except I do like his name. The part of Moonlight Night that's good is just, well, you're not going to like it. But the part that is fun to me is the is how confusing he is. <laughs> the fact that you he, he shows up and you're like, okay, Momoro has a different identity. And then it's like, nope, here's Momoro. And it's like, wait, what? And then the answer is, <laughs> yes, the answer is his love is so powerful it forms a human out of its own desire to protect. <laughs> and that's a little silly, but it's funny. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I have a good time. <laughs> It's dumb. Okay, look, it's dumb. But a lot of Even stuff is dumb. by the standards of the magic in this show. Could you imagine if, like, a version of you, Chris, like, walked in the door right now, but, like, in a racist costume? Like, while we were sitting I'd here? I'd be so upset. I would be so angry. What what, so... what what racist costume would he be dressed in, Chris? I don't, you know, I don't know. What if it, like, like... If I saw, like, if a version of myself walked in to this room wearing a racist costume, I'd be, like, upset. But then if I heard the music, <laughs> like, then I would just be, like, really mad. Would you kill your double? Yeah, obviously. Okay. I think he would show up in, like, a Big Trouble in Little China style, like, over the top. <laughs> like, like Jack Burton or, like, David Lopez? <laughs> like, like, David Lopez. Would I be, like, Lopin. seven feet tall with light coming out of my mouth? <laughs> Because then I'm not killing my double. I am I'm becoming best friends with him. <laughs> See, there you go. Maybe listen, maybe maybe Memoru is just super into like Arabian mythology. Like he just reads Thousand One Nights of Arabian Nights. Doesn't excuse it. Doesn't excuse <laughs> Every it. Every night. He's so like anyway, a boy. Moonlight Night, like in the most homoerotic scene of the show, like Moonlight Night descends on it's like it's uh again, earmuffs. Oh, uh, kid. It's like the ghost blowjob from Ghostbusters. That is what I thought you were going to say. Yep. Yes. It's exactly like that, but with Memoru and Moonlight Night. Uh, okay, earmuffs off. <laughs> but, oh, Lord almighty. What kind of smut show are you guys running here? So, uh, memories, memories go back into him that way. There's no need for Luna to zap him with a head beam. And then, now I, I gotta say, the new dub, the Viz dub, is very good, uh, and I really like Alan and Anne in the new dub. I really like all the the scouts' voices, but they they change this scene a little bit. How? So that when Memory wakes up in the in Japanese, he goes, he goes, "Oh, Usagi, I mean Bunhead." <laughs> like in in the uh, in the dub, the new dub, he goes, "My little Miss Bunhead," and I'm like, mm. perfect. That's exactly no. right. That is just <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> you would prefer so, he calls her trash pile? Yeah, actually, if he had said, if, if he had woken up and said, Usagi, my trash pile. Trash <laughs> like, and trash pile reunited. Like her more. So then Alan and Anne return to their home planet. They, they, <laughs> Alan they go, and Anne died on their way back to their home planet. <laughs> we're, we're, off to, we're off to grow a tree with our love energy, <laughs> literally. Oh, wait, we forgot to say the tree brought Anne back to life. The tree brought yeah. Anne back to life. Oh yeah, the tree brings Anne back to life. But then they literally like just poochie off into space. Yeah, with a little shrub. <laughs> they like they get in a little bubble and they go off into space. Meanwhile, this apartment building's fucked. <laughs> like oh, they have. Have you guys ever talked about Island Anne's magnificent mullets? <laughs> Not too, I mean, too much. I think we can now. Like it's re like they're really good. They're great. I love their I love their designs. Yeah, I love their designs so much, and I love their magnificent their cascading mullets. Oh, they're beautiful. They have three color hair. Yeah. Yeah, because like Alan seems to have like 
pink in the front. No, no, it's just the shadows. It, pink in the front and then blue hair, but like in the shadows, it gets really dark blue. Right, it's pink in the front, and then it's party in the back. They're just, I, I like them a lot. Yeah, they're they're last they're night, really great last designs. Night, last night, Chris goes. It's been suggested that we dress up as Island Anne for Halloween, and I was like, by who? And he was like, me. <laughs> no, someone did suggest that. I just can't remember who. I am a dress size twelve. I would not look good in a bodysuit. Oh, I think I would look great. You would look beautiful. I would look so good. I would look. Uh, so go as a uh, go as a uh, Alan and Yusagi. <laughs> Break everything up. Isn't that... Wait, don't you guys prefer that? Yeah. I, I would prefer Motoki and Usagi. Of course. <laughs> Melvin and Usagi. Uh, <laughs> nobody deserves that. You should go You should go with Tuxedo Melvin next year. We'll paint little spirals on your glasses. I would totally go with Tuxedo Melvin. Will you use some shrimp to throw around? Mel, I... Like, I... I... Prefer Melvin of, of, like, all the dudes. He's a creep, He's though. a creeper, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, like... I, those were the kind of guys I hung out with in high school. Like creepers like, who were under the table when you didn't know it. Well, no, but like weird <laughs> nerd dudes, and all of those guys. Like that's when you get that behavior out when you're an idiot child. Sure. Because then when you're adult, you read a you you take a sociology class, realize you've been a creep, and then you become a decent dude with a computer science degree or something. Um, whereas whereas, whereas can you all even... the other men in this are like 40 years old and still <sighs> acting like children. Melvin has time. Can you even imagine, though, can you even imagine being with someone who was like a huge nerd who was really into Common Rider and <laughs> Sailor Moon, though? I, you know, I couldn't. It would be such a horrible life. It would be really rough. They're, they're supposed to get that out when they were I would never know what to get him for Christmas. Chris, Chris, so, that's great. If she uh, dresses as Tuxedo Melvin... Off. I want you to wear uh, uh, Naru's uh, orange and green pajamas. Oh, that would be a cute. That would be cute. That would be cute. Alan and Anne drift off into space, and everybody's like, "Ha ha! That's the end of this bullshit." <laughs> and our episode comes to an end. We are done with the Makai tree. Uh, Jordan, do we have a Sailor Moon says for this episode? Yeah, oh yeah, we definitely do. Anne learned a big lesson today about what really counts. Caring about other people not only makes them feel good, it makes you feel good too. Try doing something nice for someone today, not for any special reason, but just because you want to. You'll see, giving can be just as much fun as receiving. Yeah, caring about people and giving is a habit you just might want to get used to. Sailor Moon says... <laughs> vaguely related yeah, to the show that's basically true hey look try doing something nice for someone like jumping in front of an evil tree that is trying to stab you <laughs> today okay, fair. now it is time for sailor businesses where we talk about what we learned aiden what did you learn from this episode of sailor moon i learned that heaven did not create one plant above <laughs> or below another and, oh. and that's that's something that we need to remember in our day-to-day lives. That, you know, old, that old saying. Yeah, the yeah. thing that everyone says. Right, that very common saying, heaven did not create one plant above or below another. Mm-hmm. Jordan? I learned that subconscious desire can be made flesh, which is a pretty amazing revelation and probably explains a lot of terrible things that have happened in the world in addition to good things that have happened in the world. This is a really... <laughs> huge breakthrough i learned that uh there's a lot to learn about love from a bunch of shitty teenagers <laughs> like like say standing in front of a thing not getting out of the way of a thing 
Go, apparently going off to fuck and make a tree grow i guess that's what happens at the end of this episode right we don't know well you know what like, regarding the... literally go to space, like we're gonna make this tree grow with our love yes our physical love no they don't use the word physical and i mean i guess it makes sense though the jumping in front of the the branch thing because that's literally the only expression of love that they've physically seen with their eyes like usagi jumped in front of a blast and they're like that's the thing yes. jump in front of a blast yes now I'm really concerned for Isle and Anne. They're just going to be like, jumping in front of stuff they forever. Think love is. <laughs> They're going to have to wander around space finding things to jump in front of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Can I send some DVDs to Isle and Anne? <laughs> like I have some things that they need to know about. <laughs> this is the best uh, idea. So ever. Yeah. They're, they're literally like we're off to go just like pick fights in bars. <laughs> 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 so that does it for uh the wait, Mackay tree saga. wait 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 there's something we didn't talk about chris do you want to guess what the name of this episode was in the deke version oh uh was it tr- tree tree of something you was are it like tree of life you're starting out on the right track okay Let's try again tree tree of love nope the first word is right but then you only okay. get one more letter <laughs> It's tree A, tree B. Keep going. <laughs> treed? Is it it's treed? treed. <laughs> the, the name of this episode is Treed. Pretty dumb. That's not a word. No, it's that a word. word. Yeah, to, to like chase something up a tree. <laughs> That's a word for olds. <laughs> Well, it's, at least it's not tree fetish. Oh. Um, apparently, I don't remember. Who, who, was this? I, try, I can't remember who said this line, but the line I wrote down from the Deke episode was, you just can't bear that Darian's dumped you. I know it was said to Anne. I think maybe Alan said it to Anne. You just can't da- bear that Darian's dumped you, which was like, what? <laughs> they weren't dating. <laughs> anyway, there you are. So that's 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 it for the Mackay tree. And I got to say, now that we've been through it as as deep as we have... The Doom Tree Saga is rough. Doom, Doom, Doom Tree Saga has it is it is slapdash. Yes, it is. If especially this last episode, like nothing that happens in this episode makes any sense, and it feels like it is just like glued together from spare parts <laughs> to the point where they're still like like what we do in the what we do in the last season finale. What we do in uh, Crystal Clear Destiny. Oh, somebody got stabbed with something improbably large. Okay, let's do that again. <laughs> yeah, like, I like. I, I still think Alan and Anne themselves are fun characters. You know, Seijiro and Natsumi are fun characters. Uh, I, I like the idea of, you know, Usagi having villains that she's kind of friends with in real life, that there is a secret identity thing in play, because we don't get any of that in the Queen Beryl saga, right? Like, right. They're just, there's a military organization underground somewhere. Or the uh, next one, or the, the next series, I don't think. Yeah, and, and the next one either, like... There's no secret identity with the Black Moon Clan, and there's none with the the Negaverse, uh, the Dark Kingdom. Like, and the episodes where they play with that, like you know the the detention episode, the play episode, the episode where they play with that are the best. The episodes that are the worst are the ones where they're just acting like monsters because uh, they end up not making any sense. Let me see. What was the? And worst I feel like episode? you know uh, this one probably. No. Uh, 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 can you for can... that like? 
I don't know. The one where they're trying to kill babies is pretty good. See, here's the thing. I'll tell you a secret. The one trying to kill babies is pretty fun. I remember. Our next target is babies. Yeah, I remember us like hating episodes, but as I just glance over them, I'm like, oh, those are all good. Like, <laughs> I don't know what I was. Because, okay, we had the Return of Sailor. I'm looking at the Deke episodes because uh, those are easy. No, but they weren't. Well, here's what we had. We had the Return okay. of Sailor Moon. So that was the first one. That was fun. We had So You Want to Be in Pictures. Yeah. That's the auditioning yeah, it's episode. Fun. Yeah, it's fine. There's a night to remember. What happened that, in that? That one's bad. That one's bad. What? 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 I know it's the first, the first Moonlight Night, but what? What was the plot? Plot? I don't remember. No, <laughs> is that the, the uh, that's the one with the laser tag? Right? No, that's VR <laughs> Madness. That's the next one. <laughs> VR Madness. <laughs> oh well, I don't remember. Uh, then we have VR Madness. So what? What I'm hearing is you guys like individual episodes and you like the characters, but the overarching plot is nonsense yeah that's sure. what i'm here but i don't like we don't actually like in those individual episodes <laughs> we just think we do yeah i think i'm doing like <laughs> what do you call same it thing that happened when we started over like you're already back in that place jordan i think i really we am. thought these were good episodes and they are not cherry blossom time like, like kindergarten chaos. episodes out of 20 uh, i mean we also had uh the cherry blossom time we had kindergarten chaos we had much ado about babysitting raised day in the spotlight like i i just vaguely feel like oh these were all fun food fetish Mirror, mirror on the wall, detention doldrums, secret garden. There wasn't that many episodes. There was 12, it looks like. 12 episodes. Yeah, like the like the the one with Baby Jordan, I know you like. <laughs> yeah. Much ado about babysitting, you mean. Yeah. It's garbage. <sighs> yeah, so. All right. Th- like, thumbs down to the Mackay tree. All right. To be honest. Look, I want to like it. I really do. What's but- the thing where you fall for your captors? Uh, Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I think. Good news <laughs> is that next week you guys start like a really good story arc. Good. Like the Black Moon Clan. Yeah, that's right. I love the Black Moon. The Black Clan. Moon Clan. Sure. Rules. This, is there something else? I feel like I'm forgetting something else that happens in that episode, though. Oh, you mean the best character introduction of the entire series? Okay. Okay. To the return of Tuxedo Mask, yes, you mean? Or? That's true. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's wrap it up. Uh, what Aiden Doomtree Saga? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Fine. <laughs> thumbs. I sideways. don't hate it. Like it's not you know it's not terrible, but you know. I did enjoy like the first time because the first time I watched these in years, I watched them with you, yeah. and I remember enjoying watching them with you. But also, I enjoy spending time with you. Aww. So, I don't enjoy spending time with Jordan. Oh, <laughs> so that's obvious. Yeah, obviously. Uh, no, like, uh, Jordan, any final thoughts on the Mackay tree? Alan and Anne should get a spinoff series. <laughs> the end. The, Just getting in fights and bars. Space Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Or even right, if they so, just going them beca- being undercover teens elsewhere in the in the world without getting into Sailor Moon stuff, it would be great. Yeah. What if they like? What if what we don't see is they just kind of float up into into space, like they just kind of float up in the bubble, and they're like, "Okay, well, we did that in Tokyo. Now let's go do it in Miami." <laughs> like that's what they do. Yeah, they yeah. just pretend to not know what love is. Like uh-huh. that's how aliens have fun. Uh, so that, but that does it. We're through the Doomtree saga. Uh, next Sailor Moon R is going to be kicking into high gear. So be here for that. Uh, Jordan. Yes. Uh, I think it's time we end the episode. Oh, I guess Aiden. Hmm. Where can people find you online if they would like to? Uh, I'm on Twitter at goodness Aiden. That's A I D A N and nowhere else. <laughs> Jordan, where can everybody find you? I'm on Twitter at crackshot with a zero for an O. 
Uh, that's right. Uh, the show is on Twitter at Sailor Business, and you can email us uh, Sailor Business Podcast at gmail.com if you have uh, guest suggestions, if, if you uh, are a lady who would like to be a guest on the show, uh, if you have any questions, if you have any uh, information about Sailor Moon, because we always need that, obviously, please uh, email those in or get them to us on Twitter. Uh, oh. You can find me. Oh, I was going to say uh, our, our editor, JJ Mason, uh, JJ underscore Mason on Twitter. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna let you get to it. I forgot about it, so I, I shame. Don't forget about Jake because he like he can put stuff in this show. He probably did. He probably <laughs> he has. Did. I know. Have I mean, just listened? now he has. No, I mean like just this moment. I'm sure they just heard his voice. Nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find uh, me at about.me slash Chris Sims. I'll have links to everything I do, including the comics that I write. Some of which are edited by Jordan yeah. at Marvel Comics. <laughs> uh, so that about does it. We will be back next week. For a very special episode, uh, not only are we going to be watching Sailor Moon Episode 60, Angel or Devil, the Mysterious Girl from the Sky, we will also be uh, announcing the winner of our fan fiction contest, uh, who is going to get a full set of Sailor Moon mangas provided to us by Kadansha. Thanks, Kadansha. Uh, and Jordan, also, it is uh, your birthday this week. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, uh, December 18th. I will be yeah, we're... 36. Whoa. Oh, you'll be the same age as Memoru. <laughs> <laughs> no i i think isn't i think if i remember correctly sailor moon is a year older than me or is she a couple months older than me i can't remember i don't remember she was 78 born in... i think it said she was born so she's a year and a half older than me yeah thereabouts so well, she's 14 and 92 so what so 78 yeah wow it's pretty intense anyway thank uh, you for the so birthday yeah. wishes so uh be here for that next week and until then keep your mind on sailor business It sure is. And it's sure good to be back, Meatball Head. Darian, I can't believe it. It's so perfect. Everything's okay. <gasps> oh, Darian.